Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the show where I, Josh Rubin. And I, Noldenine. Come together once a week over a single topic. Mm-hmm. And from that single topic, flowers, a forest of ingenious ideas on which to get incredibly, indelibly wealthy with. Uh, Nolan and I pick a topic every week, go to our separate corners, come up with great ideas on how to get rich on said topic, mm-hmm. then we come back and we broadcast them over the airlines Yeah, to you, our loyal listeners, and those of you who aren't even loyal listeners. Yeah. And we uh, expect nothing in return up front. No. We don't ask you for money to listen to our show. No. We don't ask you for money for our, our ideas initially. No. We don't say. We don't. We don't sell this as a subscription service. We don't sell a subscription service. We don't do uh, uh, upgrades on our on our service where we say if you spend a little more money, you'll get a awesome one on one talk time with Josh and Noel to hype you up to sell, sell, sell. Mm-mm. That's not what we do. We give you these ideas. Yep. We put these ideas out them. You find one that resonates with you. Yeah. Because they're all different. Yeah. Until the, except when they're the same. One that speaks to you. Yeah. You take the one that speaks to you. Mm-hmm. That g- is like an earworm. Yeah. That you listen to and then Only a week your heart, later. Like a heartworm. A heartworm. There's medicine for that. I give it to my dog. <laughs> um, and like, you know, a week later, it's still there. I, I can't stop thinking about mm-hmm. that idea that I heard on grq with josh and noel and yeah it won't leave me and a month later it's still there oh. six weeks later it's still there and six weeks and three days later it's oh. still there and like six weeks and four days later it's still there and then you realize it's too late because <laughs> someone else someone took else it. got rich on that That's idea right. that you ignored but then uh-huh. a month later you hear another show another one and it's in like an earworm yeah and, and you know two this weeks time, later, it's still there, and you're like, I got to act on that. I got to do it. Snap, 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 yeah. quickly, 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 no yeah. messing around. Yeah. And you take that idea, and you get, and you get obscenely rich with it. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then once you get so stinky rich, yeah. and you're like, poo, my rich. Mm-hmm. Where did that idea come from again? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I remember. Yeah. Came from Josh and Noel of Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yep. Then and only then, yeah. when you dig deep in your soul and your heart and you realize that you have to give back from whence it came. Yeah, you didn't get there on your own. You send us a little uh, thank you. That's right. Some might call it a what, no? A tithe. You give us 10% of everything you've made after we have made you. Super rich. Mm-hmm. 
That's it. That's it. There you go, That's guys. The deal. That's pretty much sums up our show. Yeah. So uh, that being said, we can go home now. Yeah. See you later. Now we got to give the ideas. Oh, right. <laughs> it's not <laughs> all just opening. Wacky, wacky. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So normally this is the time because I haven't seen Noel in a week. Yeah. I would ask him how he was doing. Yep. And uh, but he doesn't have a story to tell you today. Nope. So Noel has to ask me how I'm doing. Hey Josh. Hey Noel, what's up? I'm good. <laughs> how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for asking. Okay. It's so weird. I'm so not used to you asking me how I'm doing. Our relationship always seems like a very one way street. Yeah, it's to me, me, me. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but because you've never had any interaction with the topic of the day. No. Uh, I have to tell the story uh-huh. because I have. Okay. So uh, back when I was about 16 years old, it was a weekday. Okay. And uh, there was a rap tap tapping at our door, mm-hmm. which is always a little strange because, as you know, our door uh, for our home is tucked away inside a courtyard. Mm-hmm. Can't get to it from the street. That you can't get to from the street. So... Anytime someone knocks at our door, there's always a little like, what's that about? And it was about 7.30 in the morning, 8 o'clock, before I had to go to school. My stepmother was uh, in the kitchen, and she goes and opens the door, <clears throat> and it's two gentlemen in suits <clears throat> looking very officious. Mm-hmm. And they flash a badge at her and say, ma'am, FBI. And I thought, oh, my God, they're coming to take that bitch away. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was not the case. Oh. She, of course, like her heart dropped in her chest. Uh-huh. She thought so, too? Well, you know, as any cocaine addict might, <laughs> might, <laughs> might do, they get a little worried when the authorities show up at their door. Yeah. And, uh, <coughs> and uh, 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 you know, she was like, how, what's up, guys? How can I help you? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And they were like, uh, we'd like to ask you some questions about your neighbors across the way. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, okay, why? What about them? She said, well, we can't really tell you, ma'am. And they started asking questions about when the last time we saw them was. We'd seen people coming in and out of the house, et cetera, et cetera. And our neighbors were a lovely interracial couple, which, you know, back in the 70s and 80s was not a, uh, they lived in a little studio apartment that was right across the courtyard from us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, interracial coupling was not as common, so that's why I bring it up. Lovely couple, but really nice. And they always had friends over coming in and out and never thought much about it. And granted, just to keep in mind with this story, we do live right across the street from a police station. Yeah. Um, and... uh they keep asking these questions about them, and my, my stepmother answers them, and then they ask me because I had lived there longer mm-hmm. overall than she had. And Did they I, make you put on pants first? I was already dressed. Oh, okay. Uh, you think I was just naked with my stepmother in Seems the kitchen? Seems to be kitchen? a thread through your stories. <laughs> <laughs> my being naked is a thread through yeah. my stories? That's not true. Yeah. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a goddamn liar, and I hate you for it. Okay, so you put on your pants, and you so went up to the FBI. I put on my pants. In fact, the FBI said, boy, put on your pants. We have to ask you yeah. some questions. These, so are, I, these are pants <laughs> questions. <laughs> so I said, I'm going to put on my pants, but okay. not because you told me to. No. Just because I have to put on my pants. Yeah. 
Uh, so I answer a bunch of questions from them that were basically the same questions. They just wanted to. Okay. And they, you know, after they were satisfied, my stepmother again said, so what is this about? Can you, and they were like, well, it turns out that this couple were a member of the, uh, what is commonly referred to as a domestic terrorist group called the Weathermen. Okay. And they were involved in a, uh, the murder and robbery, uh, the robbery of a uh, armored v- truck in upstate New York, and the murder of one or two of the security guards that were that were manning that said truck, and uh, they never caught all the people. And they, while they were not involved in the actual murder part of it, they were involved in harboring fugitives. And all okay. of their friends that we were apparently seeing going in and out of their apartment were. Uh, fugitives that they were harboring on their way back and their way up to Canada. And our neighbors had skipped town apparently about four or five months prior. We hadn't seen them for a while, but we didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had apparently skipped town four or month, five months prior because they were privy to the fact that the FBI was on their tail. Okay. And I tell this story, Noel, Yeah. because amazingly, yeah. it segs right into our topic today. Which is not domestic terrorism. The Weathermen. <laughs> it's not that. The Weathermen. Interracial couple. It's not that. Uh, courtyards. It's not. Uh, it is the FBI. Oh! Federal Bureau of Investigation. Protectors of all that's right. Purveyors of fake news. Purveyors of fake and news. And leaks and part of the deep state, apparently. Part of the deep state, guys. They're, they were they were not part of the deep state during the uh, during the election. No, but now that he's won, mm-hmm. they are part of the deep state. Yeah, it's interesting how that works. Yeah, Rudy Giuliani, all telling everyone about how all those FBI guys wanted Hillary Clinton uh, investigated, thrown out on her ass, uh-huh. arrested, and now suddenly the FBI is the enemy. It's funny how that works. Yeah. Wonder how it's going to work in the end. <laughs> I think that'll be funnier. <laughs> uh, everybody, you just wait. At this point, even if it's just Trump Jr. that goes to jail, yeah. it'll be fantastic. Because mm-hmm. he's going to go. They're all going to go. He's going for they're gonna, sure. They're going to build, they're going to have their own wing. He's going for sure, though. That'd be good. He's going for sure. Uh, everyone, everyone. It'll be a, a joy on its own. Anyway, guys. Getting rich with the FBI. How do you do it? Well, we're here to tell you. We are. Uh, you know what? What, No. I got a tiny mini tip. Oh, This okay. isn't my tip, but I do have a mini one. All right. Uh, yeah, that's what the, she said when I met her the other day. <laughs> hey, waka waka. Yeah, I know, Noel. He's got a mini tip. Uh, so, you guys, the mm. FBI issued a statement after the Brussels attack because uh, they had so many tips flooding in saying, don't stereotype while giving tips. They don't have unlimited time, so these will be discarded. So if you're out there, any kind of ethnic type, mm-hmm. one half of an interracial relationship, perhaps, mm-hmm. uh, or whatever ethnic type you are, mm-hmm. you can go out there and rob a bank wearing the most stereotypical ethnic, re- like cartoon <clears throat> of the ethnic stereotype. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you're Mexican... 
Get a sombrero. Get <laughs> <laughs> like the like the a poncho. Uh huh. And just like carry a taco. Right. Rob and a bandoliers. Bank, and then when everyone calls to say like who did it, this Mexican dude. How do you know he was Mexican? He was wearing a sombrero. He uh-huh. had a, a, a poncho, uh-huh. carrying a taco. They'll be like, get away from us. Throw this testimony from these people in the garbage, and you'll be scot free. That works if it's the FBI you're calling. If you're for Chinese, that. get one of those straw hats. If you're calling local police, they're going to be like, "We're on it." FBI, make sure it's FBI-worthy uh-huh. crime, guys. <laughs> uh huh. Did you know that the FBI are allowed to lie in courts for the sake of national security? I did not know. Yeah, that. I don't like that. I found um, so many. There are so many like little interesting facts about the FBI. Yeah, like just interesting facts about the shit they're able to get away with, but also kind of the shit that they've done. That's like, how did, how can people be so stupid? Yeah. There was one I saw <clears throat> where uh, someone called the FBI on uh, this goth group. Uh huh. Uh, called uh, uh, and they called saying that they were a religious organization called God Hates Goths, uh-huh. and uh, they saw this goth website that they found concerning, and the FBI <laughs> proceeded to investigate this website uh-huh. and the people who created it for two years, even though there was no such group and the website had a disclaimer on it saying that this was a joke <laughs> for two years. Wow, nice job if you can get it, guys. Two years. FBI investigated the Kingsman song, Luai Luai, uh-huh. for two years because some parent groups had called up saying that they thought <clears throat> that the words that were garbled uh-huh. were uh, sexual innuendos and references <laughs> and the FBI put this thing through so many audio feedback things with the final conclusion being that no matter what, it's too garbled to make anything out. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's the official stance on that one when people ask what their word is. <clears throat> you ready for one more? One more quickie? One more quickie. Um, in 1986, yep. some guys stole a whole bunch of FBI records okay. by putting a Post-it note on the door saying, please don't lock door tonight. <laughs> so no one locked the door. <laughs> and these guys just walked in and stole all of these documents and split. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. There you go, guys. FBI. How are you going to get rich with them? <laughs> Here we go. FBI, get rich quick. Fucking Tip. bumbling idiots. Number one. Number one most wanted FBI tip <laughs> scheme uh, right here. Uh, you guys, uh, I'm sure people that have paid any attention to news lately has heard about the FBI catching criminals lately by harvesting their DNA from ancestor family tree sites. I have not heard about this. Oh, you this. haven't heard about it? No. That? Well, you did hear about Don't the, tell me what I heard. Uh, You've already just told me what I've heard, and I said I didn't hear about no, but, it. But I'm saying you oh. did hear about the Golden State Killer getting captured. Yeah, yeah, I did. That's how he was caught. Really? Through like Ancestry.com or, or whatever, and whatever it is that they're getting their data from. <clears throat> I thought it was all from Michelle McNamara's book. Nope. And he didn't put his own DNA in there. 
they suspected him of something, of <clears throat> this, and got DNA from like his cousin that had submitted it to one of these sites. And it was a close enough match that they said, okay, we're going to arrest him. Really? Yep. Really? Yep. There's been a whole bunch of this lately. Uh-huh. That, we were talking about the Golden State Killer at work today. Mm-hmm. Did you read the book? No, but okay. I've heard a few things about him. Do you hear about the uh, the community meeting? No, I know nothing about nothing. Okay. I, I just know the only reason I know about this whole thing is because uh, Patton Oswalt's wife wrote was in the midst of writing the book. This yeah. was sort of her passion. Yeah. Then she died. Yeah. Uh, her collaborator and Patton Oswalt finished the book, put it out, and then within two weeks of that this book being put out, yeah. this guy gets captured. Yeah. And the only thing I know is that he was a cop. He yeah. was a local cop. He was a local cop. But so at one point, there was like this rash of all this craziness going on, and there was like a community meeting in like a gymnasium of the school and everyone was getting together and the cops were saying you know like men stick around your wives and stuff and some dude at the meeting got up and he was just kind of like this never happened to my wife you guys are a bunch of pussies if some guy came around me it would never happen around me Uh uh-huh and that was seen as a challenge i assume well, because obviously they're saying now the guy was there at the meeting and he later targeted this guy yeah. and like tied him up and like raped and murdered his wife in front of him and then murdered him. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's screwed up. Yeah. Well, he was probably one of the cops that was there. He was a cop. Right. He might have been the guy saying, hey, guys, uh-huh. this is what you got to yeah, do. Yeah. You say shit like that. People take it as a challenge. Yeah. And he's like, OK, guess what's going to happen? Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy, but but it's also crazy how they're catching these people now, mm-hmm. uh, right? They don't even need your DNA. Relative DNA will do. Uh, it, it's cool. It's scary. It's full of potential, right? <laughs> what potential? Full of potential in terms of busting. Bustin'. Oh, I see. Like good potential. Good potential. Busting people or evil potential. Okay. Yeah. It's full of potential. Okay, just pretend. I got you. All right? right. Yeah. Uh, read an article a while back, uh, and it was about busting people who run pedophile websites. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots of work went into tracking these people down. Y- years of work. Entire career spent. Uh and they had in there something that was just a little throwaway line almost like a moment of levity in in this thing uh-huh and it was that cuz it they went along on one of these bus who's they the reporter okay <laughs> and in there there was like a klingon sash hanging from the ceiling uh-huh and they were like, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's always the case. Every single one of these people that were busted for running these websites were really, really into Star Trek. Really? Every one. Why is that? Well, I don't know, right? Uh-huh. But uh, 
you know, how can we do for busting pedos what family trees did for nabbing murderers, right? Mm. You know, you need more than just they like Star Trek because a lot of people yeah. like Star Trek. Right. And they like and pizza, I, I refuse to imagine there's that many pedophiles. <laughs> I think <laughs> or, you'd be surprised. And, and, and we're not just talking pedophiles. We're talking the people who run the websites, right? The traffickers we're, in pedophilia. The traffickers in pedophilia. Uh, so, um, I saw an article, another article, about shady advertising geofencing. Do you know what geofencing is? No, I know nothing about geos. Okay, so you know how your phone has its GPS on it. Right. So, the the intention of geofencing is so that you can be walking down the street and you'll walk by a store and your your phone will show you ads for that store. Mm-hmm. So you can say, oh, I, I can go in here and support my local business. Gotcha. Right? I just got a half-off chicken wing. So you're sort of walking through this electrical fence. Is that the idea of it's, what geofencing is? Yes, okay. exactly. Right? Uh, so uh, you could also set up like geofencing on like tasks and things like that on your phone so you can make your phone remind you to buy milk when you're walking past the place that sells milk oh that's interesting or things like that, yeah right or mm-hmm. rem- remind you to do something when you get to work right uh things like that but uh there'd been a big people started noticing that they were getting pawn shop predatory <clears throat> loans mm-hmm. And stuff like that adds uh-huh. uh, after they had gone to a hospital emergency rooms. So, like, they're just like, oh, you're going to be broke? Right, exactly. Here's we'll how you sell you your stuff. Right. Here's uh-huh. how you get a bad loan. Here's how you do all this stuff, right? Uh, which is pretty scummy, right? But a good way to further target your ads, mm-hmm. right? I also saw. Uh, I've, I've been doing du- Duolingo, mm-hmm. learning the How's Espanol. That going, by the way, oh, mucho, mucho, mucho bueno. Do you? Uh, I, I know this is off topic, uh-huh. but you brought it up. Are si? you? Are you chatting with her in Spanish nowadays? Un poquito. Or, yeah, and does she? Is she? Is she being kind to you? See. Si. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I spoke Spanish fluently, I mean, I speak Spanish semi-fluently. And I mock you mercilessly when you speak Spanish to me. But okay. Hablo bueno español. Oh, my God. Bueno. Oh, my God. Okay, continue, please. Tu es un tortuga. Oi, chihuahua. <laughs> I'm a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, chihuahua. That's a Jewish... Tru- <laughs> Oi, that's a, chihuahua. <laughs> that's that's yep. a Jewish dog. Oi, caramba. Uh-huh. Oi, caramba. <laughs> Oi, caramba. <laughs> Oi, caramba. Uh, anyway, guys, back to the points. Uh, so uh, I have been duolinguing it up, and I saw, I don't know if you know this, but Duolingo, you can get free lessons in Klingon. Really? Yeah, you can take Klingon. Did they just add that? Recently. It was yeah. like a, 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 a promotional current, type thing. Yeah, right? gotcha. That's funny. Uh, so I thought to myself, man, that would have been a great thing to offer. Uh but then I looked. There's lots of other Star Trek languages out there, right? Mm-hmm. There, uh, there's Ferengi. Mm-hmm. There's Borg. Mm-hmm. Vulcan. Mm-hmm. There's 
Rihansu, which is the Romulan lang- language. Okay. Now I'm curious. So mm-hmm. so I know that that linguists have created the full language of Klingon. Yeah. Like and and that if you go to Star Trek conventions and stuff, there are people who have learned it and they will speak Klingon to each other. Have they also done this with these other Star Trek languages? Uh, well, okay, so I, I intentionally didn't go near ones that didn't look like they had, right? Okay. I only went to ones that I know that have been around for years. Okay. Many episodes, movies about, uh, because like some of the stuff you read and it's like, I think this is one episode. Right. There's five words of it. Right, you know? I got you. So I didn't trust that. Mm-hmm. I went for I went for the tried and true, right? Mm-hmm. Like right there, Ferengi, Vulcan, Rihansu. I don't remember Rihansu. Well, you said Romulans. Romulans. Yeah, you remember the Romulans? Yeah, of course. Come on, right? I don't even. I'm not even. I don't know. Even that into Star Trek. Trust me, I'm not. I'm not that into Star Trek. But I know what the Romulans are. Uh huh. You do. Yeah, and trust me, I'm not that into Star Trek. Right, I know. You're not a pedophile, no. No one thinks you're a pedophile. Listen, I'm not that into Star Trek. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> so, what you're going to do is you're going to sell an app that teaches these languages, right? Ferengi, Vulcan, Romulan, uh, and you're going to make it expensive. Mm-hmm. And you're going to sell it on a site with weak security, easy to hack, mm-hmm. right? Because these pedo hackers out there. Oh, are they all hackers? Well, they're the people that are running the websites. Right, but are they hackers? They're dark web dudes, okay. right? right? They're, yeah, yeah. come on. They're running pedo websites mm-hmm. all about the dark web, cryptocurrency, and Star Trek. I don't understand why people for the ethical treatment of animals need to be on the dark web. Pedos. Uh, and so you're going to make it easy for them to hack. And what you're going to do with this software that you sell, these apps, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if it's stolen, a.k.a. unregistered, the app will send you info on all their photos. If they bought it correctly... This feature can be turned off. It'll be turned off, uh-huh. right? But they won't buy it because they're 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 scumbag hackers. Scumbag hackers. Little Star Trek geeks. Yep. Scumbag hackers. Yep. All speaking Klingon. Yep. Hey kid, you want to come in my van and creak och nach Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, how are you going to target? Even better for these people. Mm-hmm. You're going to get geofenced ads for the app mm-hmm. located around school playgrounds. Right? So creeps uh-huh. hanging out of school p- playgrounds are going to mm-hmm. get all sorts of ads. For You, you are you're making a, a filtering process to mm-hmm. get the cream to the crop, mm-hmm. to the top. Right? Okay. So you're going to geofence these school playgrounds. The creeps are going to go watch. They're going to get ads for learn how to speak Vulcan, learn how to speak Romulan, learn how to speak Ferengi. They won't be able to resist because they're weak. That is why they're in their position. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going to go. They're going to say, oh, this is expensive. I can steal it because I'm a scumbag. Mm -hmm. Steal it. It's going to check all the pictures. It's going to send it to you. 
if if people buy it, you make money off the software. Right. Otherwise, you sell out the creeps to the FBI, mm-hmm. and you get paid. Yeah. Um. So here's my question for you. Yeah. <coughs> uh. Are these guys just trafficking in the content, or are they creating the content? I don't know. I know they're running the websites. Okay. That's so what it said in this article. If they're trafficking the content, uh-huh. I'm just going to point this out. This is the one sort of hole yeah. in your your theory here, yeah. in your concept. If they're just trafficking the content, yeah. right, and they're not leaving their basement, yeah. they're not hanging out at schoolyard. No, they're doing both. <laughs> I love when you say things. Well, they are. Okay. Uh huh. You sure about that? Yeah. So they are. They are. They are. Are they have an endless amount of content that they can use on their computers from around the world? Mm-hmm. But they're going to schoolyards to. You don't just look at pictures of pizza, do you? Sometimes you want a pizza. Uh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Uh huh. Pizza Gate. Pizza Gate. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Were there? I'm curious in your research. Uh-huh. Were there uh, uh, Star Trek paraphernalia and memorabilia in the PizzaGate pizza parlor? I heard Trump's in the Trek. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a weird, possibly solid idea. I think it's pretty solid. I feel like maybe. Uh, uh, I thought you were going to suggest that the pedos set up uh, uh, fencing around their areas, so when you walk through. You get ads for uh, 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 pedophiliac nope. content. Nope, I'm helping the FBI. Okay, got it. Nice one. <laughs> Gold. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Noel. It's funny you should talk about hackers. By gold, I think you mean red, white, and blue. <laughs> When I think of gold, I think of red, white, and blue minted gold coins with the picture of our great leader and the great leader of North Korea on uh-huh. it, touting which, the summit. Which leads to golden showers, yep. which leads to gold. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's funny that the great meeting between Kim Kardashian and uh-huh. uh, Donald Trump with two people with horrific porn tapes on their resume. Yeah. I'm just saying. Just something to think about. Uh, does he have the Korean guys got one? Kim Kardashian. Oh, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Did you see that? No. So Kim Kardashian met with Donald Trump in the Oval Office to uh-huh. talk about uh, prison reform. Okay. And social justice prison reform. Of course, who else would you expect? Yeah. Uh, the two biggest reality stars in the history of reality television yeah. to get together to discuss prison reform. Something they have no intention of doing. Yeah. High profile. Uh-huh. It's amazing. Anyway... Um, hackers, no. Hackers. Here's something for you. Yeah. U.S. economy loses between $57 billion and $109 billion a year to malicious cyber activity. Ugh, okay. Um, when you go through malicious cyber activity and cyber attacks yeah. against this country, 27 and a quarter of all cyber attacks are initiated by China. Okay. Followed by Iran and Russia. A little bit coming from North Korea. Okay. Um, in 2016, mm-hmm. China put out its 13th five-year plan 
This is what China does. China puts out five-year plans, <clears throat> and that's how they grow. Mm-hmm. They put out a five-year plan dictating exactly what they want to achieve in that five-year period of time. Then they do everything they can to push that agenda forward mm-hmm. because they have a one leader that lasts his whole lifetime. Um, you can do things like that. Yeah. It's not an eight-year increments or four-year increments with the hope of another four years. Um, and this five-year plan called for technological innovation, socioeconomic reforms to innovate, coordinate, uh, green, open, and inclusive growth. Okay. Uh, the problem with this for China is that most of the technology needed to realize these plans, they don't have. Yeah. So how would they get it? They acquire it by stealing trade secrets from companies in other com- countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, a cyber security company uh, identified dozens of Chinese hackers, uh, groups targeting business sex- sectors that were key to the five-year plan, Um And it found 28 groups going after defense and law enforcement systems alone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other sectors victimized around the world included energy, transportation, government, technology, healthcare, finance, your field, telecommunications. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they can hack into a phone. (laughs) I mean, you know, (laughs) landline, hello, it's Noel, nice to meet you. Media, manufacturing, agriculture goes on and on and on. That's China. Yeah. China at one point got in and got Google source code. Okay. uh, Hit up our defense department and got uh, information for different defense contracts we had and then hacked into those defense contracts and stole plans for weapons that were being built for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Iran, Noel, Mm -hmm. just in March of this year, uh, the United States charged and sanctioned nine Iranians and an Iranian company for attempting to hack into hundreds of universities worldwide, dozens of various firms, parts of the U.S. government, including the main energy regulator, all on behalf of Tehran's government. This began in as at least as early as 2013, Yeah, um, where they stole more than 31 terabytes of academic data and intellectual property from 144 U.S. universities and 176 universities in 21 other countries. Mm -hmm. Uh, The U.S. Department of Justice described the campaign as one of the largest state-sponsored hacks ever prosecuted. Um, Russia, you may have heard about this thing little bit of news, mm-hmm. uh, but they may have possibly influenced the U.S. election. Oh, that's hearsay. Uh, <laughs> using cyber attacks yeah. uh, through Facebook yeah. and other social, Twitter and other social media sites. Yeah. It's a problem, yeah. cybersecurity. So who's at the front lines defending this country? Fubi. You would think. Mm-hmm. But there's a problem, Noel. Oh, no. The problem is, as reported in the Wall Street Journal, Mm -hmm. the FBI is saying that its drug testing policy are keeping experts off the payroll. Oh, I have heard this. 
going back to 2014, FBI Director James Comey said, former F, now currently former FBI uh-huh. uh, uh, director, that in order to pursue so-called cyber criminals, the government would pretty much have to let government hackers get stoned. Because who's going to quit the habit just to work for the FBI? Uh-huh. Quote, I have to hire a great workforce to compete with those cyber criminals, and some of those kids want to smoke weed on the way to the interview. Sure. Uh, well, and Silicon Valley is firmly inside California. That's right. That's right. Uh, the agency's current regulations uh-huh. say that the FBI cannot hire anyone who has smoked marijuana in the last three years. Okay. That's a pretty big window yeah. for you. So if you're coming out of college, that means you can't have the last time you could have smoked marijuana. was in your first year. was in freshman year. Yeah. Um, so it's a problem. And you have a lot of people who may not have smoked marijuana mm-hmm. in that three-year period of time. But uh, they've interviewed some uh, 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 cybersecurity experts who won't apply for the FBI because they're afraid that former drug dealers might try to blackmail them yeah, and say, oh, no, she has or he has. And so they're just like, fuck it. Why don't I just go and get high and work for somewhere else and get paid more money? Yeah. I thought to myself, this is a real problem. The U.S.'s plan was to hire 5,000 new employees of which 3,500 were going to be working in cybersecurity. Oh. They fell 2,000 short of that goal Ooh. of the cybersecurity end of it because they feel very strongly because of these rules. Mm-hmm. The current administration is refusing to pull back on their beliefs that marijuana is a class one drug. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jeff Sessions himself has said he will prosecute to the fullest extent of the law mm-hmm. for marijuana infractions. So what are we to do, Noel? What are we to do? Give up? No. No, okay. We don't give up. We get rich. Okay. Oh. We figure out what the holes are, Yeah. where the issues are, and how to fill them. Okay. Okay? So here we go. All right. Thinking to myself, are all college students stoned? I thought, yeah, mostly. <laughs> but no, no, that's not true. Okay. Because, Noel, if you look at Donald Trump's biggest supporters, the evangelical community, mm-hmm. they don't do drugs, theoretically. Okay. Because <laughs> I've seen the math of maps of where meth... <laughs> theoretically <laughs> okay theoretically all right and then i was looking up well we need, obviously need people who are trained in cybersecurity. yeah the best of the best the smartest of the smartest and i thought to myself well i know there are a couple evangelical universities out there we mm-hmm. know of obviously uh liberty university mm-hmm. so i started doing a search and there are more than just a couple oh yeah of evangelical universities noel there are over 100 evangelical colleges and universities in this great country of ours. Okay. And what better than evangelical universities as hotbeds of patriotism and abstinence are there? Uh Uh-huh. So this is what you're going to do. Okay. You are going to start... 
straight edge hacker clubs in all of these universities. Hundred and teens or twenties, some universities. Mm-hmm. That's uh, you know, if you can get twenty people, okay, in every single one of these clubs, it's not a lot to get. No. Everyone's interested in computers. Yeah, you're going to teach all these sexually and psychically deprived teenagers how to hack. Yeah. That's going to become their drug, and they're going to love it. Um, then what you're going to do, as they graduate, as they get really good at this, you're basically going to create a firm that you're going to contract out because mm-hmm. all these kids are going to pass with flying colors. Right, any tests that are thrown at them by the government. Yeah, they love God. They don't fuck. They don't do drugs. They uh, are, are super MAGA all the way. Mm-hmm. And you are going to basically contract out to the government mm-hmm. for massive sums of cash. It'd be like Blackwater. Yeah, basically, you're going to be Blackwater for cybersecurity in the United States of America, and uh, that pretty much sums it up. That's mm-hmm. it. And uh, your straight edge hacker groups. Uh, based out of all the evangelical. And what's going to end up happening, and the the plus for the evangelical Christians, is they're going to get all these people who are interested in computers coming to them because they're going to end up being known as the place to go to learn how to hack. Mm -hmm. So there you go. That's it. That's good. Yeah, I know it's good. Yeah, good money. Helping the FBI. Helping the American people. And it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. There's no holes in it. Mine had no holes. Sure. Okay. Anyway, guys, if you want to help America two people at a time, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Knowles show page, hit the sponsor button, pledge an amount. Half that money go to Josh and I. Half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. Keeps the uh, servers humming. Yeah. Uh, if you, uh, just maybe a Russian, North Korean, Iranian, and you're like, no, we can't, we can't let these words keep getting out. Mm-hmm. Then you can not give to Josh and I and yeah. only go to get rid, uh, go to radiofreebrooklyn.com. Avoid hacking us and destroying our show. Yeah. Just destroy do us the old school way. The old school way by not giving to us and only right. giving to Radio Free Brooklyn. Hit the pledge button. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. You get a tax break because they're a 501c3. Russia, probably need a tax break around now mm-hmm. for all your tax shelters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russia, you should donate. You should prop up Radio Free, uh, Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn as your uh, online radio propaganda arm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yes. Okay, we we uh, <laughs> we got something to talk about after this show. Uh, so anyway, um, so that's what you can do. You can reach out and give us some money, make us happy, get Josh some cough drops. Shut up. Well, I'll be happy. Uh, and and as thanks, every week we have a show. We have a topic. We give you so many ways to get so many rich. We've had three ways so far. So many rich. Yeah. So many ways so many rich. to get so many rich. Yeah. We've already given you three ideas because I gave you that little freebie up, uh-huh. up top. That's right. Right? You did. Uh, so that's not enough for us. No. No. We 
We're like the FBI. Better. We go deeper. Yeah. Further. We're more mm. thorough. Mm. That's why Josh scours the internet. I do. For ways to get rich so that we can give you another mini topic. Yep. You can even get more rich. You can. So, Josh, show them the proof that you've done this. Uh, I'm allowed to lie. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Imagine waking up with millions of dollars in your bank account. Well, this became a reality for Matthew Pierce one November 2015 morning. When Pierce logged into his Commonwealth Bank app, he found over 123 million Australian dollars. This roughly translates to $95,106,171.98. Although Pierce could have been set for life, he decided to call the bank. Yeah, so there he goes. He called the bank, and they thought he was joking. Didn't do anything. So he had that money in his bank account for like two months. Oh, wow. Before. Smartly, he didn't spend it. I would have been like, fuck it. Yeah. Cayman Islands. <laughs> yep. I'm going south. I'm like, I yep. called. I said. They laughed at me. Yeah. Let's go. I'll give them a week to correct it. If they don't correct it, shit is mine. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so that's basically what I'm suggesting is if that happens to you guys. Don't call. Don't or call. Or, yeah. Do it. You know, be the good person. But you know, found money is is yours, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. So there you go. There you go. It took it took them two months, and he didn't touch that money. Yeah. And then it, suddenly there was suddenly the money was no longer in his account. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even thank him. They didn't mention it. It was like, oh, uh, I don't know. Two months it took him to realize a hundred and ninety five million dollars was gone. Yeah. That's crazy to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, what is that about? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, guys. FBI, getting rich with them, guys. This is what we're going to do. So, you know, FBI, man, they, they, they're deep undercover. They're doing stings. Mm. They're infiltrating groups. Yeah. They are... Uh, Having to walk amongst the enemy. They are. Donnie Brasco. Johnny Brasco. Yeah, that's what we're talking about Mm -hmm. right here. And they're not only doing it in real life. No. They're doing it on computers. Yeah. But they also aren't doing it. They're doing it everywhere. Every way you can think of. All the time. Yeah. Every day. Next time you pet a dog, watch out. It may not be a dog. It may be an FBI dude. Yep. Dressed as a dog. Dressed as a dog yeah. who, like, read a book about, like, different barks. Yeah. I had, I'll i tell you, I want to tell you this just because you're bringing that, that sort of disguise and uh-huh. undercover thing up. I had a client. She's an actress. And she ended up getting a job uh, where basically she worked for a private eye. And she would go undercover for the private eye, like, act, pretending to be different things uh-huh. and a lot of it was like like uh uh hitting on husbands to see if they that was the up. initially that was the first thing okay but then it moved into doing things like uh 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 espionage for companies really 
So like going in and pretending to be someone looking to buy information. Uh-huh. You know, if they'd get a tip, like a company was like, we're, we have this person is like, you know, we're not sure about this person. And she would go in and pretend to be like, you know, someone from this other company and trying to. She loved it. Mm-hmm. She said it was the best gig she ever had. Anyway. Anyway. Yes, you, you never know. They're everywhere. They're 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 pretending to be everyone. How do they learn how to do this? How do I know that you're not an FBI agent? You don't. Trying to catch me for coming up with uh, scams. You don't. As opposed to real money You don't money know that. Like, I might uh, be ideas. playing the long game here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three I'm years waiting to you're get your, ma- your puppet masters before I bust you. Huh, huh. Radio Free Brooklyn, watch out. Yeah, right. Russia Free Brooklyn. And the, the whole investigation got stalled because I took the, the term puppet too literally (laughs) (laughs) i kept looking under people's chairs but what i'm trying to find your puppet masters oh i get it yeah that's running their hand up their ass and i get it now every time i'd shake someone's hand i'd smell it real quick oh that's terrible (laughs) wow anyway guys uh so I, i i found something that said about uh the FBI maintains an 83-page glossary of internet slang for to teach agents how to pose as people online. Except for the problem is it's horribly out of date. It references MySpace, mm-hmm. uh, claims uh, that they they have a giant list of common Twitter shorthand. But uh, then people actually searched Twitter for the things that it says are common. And it's like in the history of hitter, Twitter, this has come up 400 times. And all sorts hmm. of things like that. Uh, so some examples of common Twitter lingo that the kids are using nowadays. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. A-Y-F-K-M-W-T-S. A Y F K M W T S. Yeah, common Twitter trope. Meaning, are you fucking kidding me with this shit? <laughs> Actually, not that common in the history of Twitter. That combination of letters has been entered nine hundred times. That's it. Yeah. Okay, not that common. Uh, where they had some that they're like, even said that. Oh, here's one. D-I-T-Y-I-D. Common, common. The kids are saying it all over the tweets. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I tell you I'm depressed? <clears throat> oh, wow. In the history of <clears throat> Twitter, mm-hmm. that letter combination, mm-hmm. including probably some robots that are just randomly spitting out letters, right. 69 times. Only 69 <laughs> times. 69 times. Uh-huh. Uh, big, big one on the Twitter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, H-C-D-A-J-F-U. H-C-D-A-J-F-U. Yeah. Okay. He could do a job for us. <laughs> History of Twitter? Uh-huh. 25 tweets. That's so funny. I was going to say like 22. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. I-A-W-T-C-S-M. I-A-W-T-C-S-M. 
SM. SM. I can't even imagine. I agree with this comment so much. Oh, my God. Seems like something that's all oh, over the web. All webs. over the inter- inter- Twitter. 20 times in the history of Twitter. And that, yeah. this stuff is littering, littering, filling, not even littering, filling this manual of how to talk like the kids on the internets. Uh, so it's pretty simple what you're going to do. Uh-huh. There. You are going to make a better manual of how to speak online, but you're not just going to fill it with the hip new club kid tweets or whatever, mm-hmm. right? You're going to have that in there so that they know the, the bleeding cutting edge, <clears throat> but you're also going to age date all of the terms you put mm-hmm. right so you're gonna say you're impersonating a 15 year old here's the things the 15s are talking about the 15s yeah the snapchats the snapchatters yeah, they're gonna be like snapchat you later uh-huh yo <laughs> <laughs> yo snappy uh-huh what's snapping what i like right? is, is you actually think you have to pretend to not be hip to the lingo uh, to sound like an old fart. No, so that's what the kids say, right? <laughs> snap you later. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Snap you later. <laughs> snap them if you got them. Uh huh. Uh. So, but you give age for all the different terms. Hmm. So I can then read this manual. Hmm. I can go on the internet and I can impersonate a fifteen-year-old hacker. Hmm. I can Im- impersonate a tech-savvy 60-year-old who's <laughs> paying for the operation. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure you know, all the pedos I, would love to buy the ones for the the kids that are like 10, 11, 12, 13. No, we're selling this to the FBI. Oh, we're selling it to yeah, the FBI. so they not only right. have a better way to impersonate <laughs> people mm-hmm. online, mm-hmm. but they, they can separate it by age. Oh, that's solid. Or, I like that. Right? So old people who just always have used flip phones and still don't get that you don't have to shorten your letters and your uh-huh. words and tweets. Uh-huh. I mean, in in texts, uh-huh. we give them the you know, how are you with the letter you doing right. and yeah. things like that. Uh-huh. You're looking good today. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. And that's what you're gonna do, mm-hmm. and you're gonna sell it. And then you you can branch out from there. You don't have to stay on the internet. Mm-hmm. You can sure. do. Uh, Diff- different ethnic groups, uh, oh yeah, subcultures, <clears throat> just like they did in uh, the movie Airplane. Yeah, exactly, uh-huh. exactly. But you're gonna always want to divide it by age, because the 15s don't talk like the 60s. That's true. You are absolutely right. Having had conversations recently with some 15s, mm-hmm. even some 19s. Yeah, really more 19s. Okay. They're still whatever snapulator. They are. They're they're snapulating all over the place. They're snapulating. Yeah, they're snapulating. Yeah, but they're not uh, face bonking. They're not face bonking. They're very anti face bonking. You know why? Why? Because you and I ruined face bonk. Yeah. For them. Sure. The I old get it. People. The I moms ruin everything. And the dads. I won't. I'm only going to get older and ruin more things for yeah. the kids. Well, you're you're an old white man. Yeah. You are ruining it for everybody. Yeah. Haven't you figured that out yet? I've ruined it for other old white men. Yeah, just kill yourself. <laughs> Do it. End it now. Yeah, it's a solid one, Noel. 
Uh, we don't have a lot of time, so really quickly. All right. Uh, Jason Derrick Brown robbed an armored truck and killed a security guard. Okay. Eduardo Rabello murdered his wife. Robert William Fisher murdered his wife, kids, and blew up their house. Um, Rafael Caro Quintero uh, murdered a DEA agent. Besides murder, what do these gentlemen all have in common? Mm. They are on the FBI's 10 most wanted list. Okay. When you go to the FBI's 10 most wanted list, not only do you have the 10 most wanted, but you have other most wanted criminals. Yeah. You have most wanted terrorists. You have most wanted uh, child molesters. You have most wanted criminals of various things. So very quickly, I did all the math. In total, reward money just for tips, uh-huh. not for going out. You don't have to go out and capture these people. Yeah. Just have to let them know where they are. Yeah. Uh, there is a total from all of the most wanted lists, $139 million, $55,000. Of just the current list? That is that is not just the 10 most wanted. Uh, but so all there are have. All of the lists can find. So you have some people where the tip is worth $5,000. Yeah. Somewhere it's worth nothing. Somewhere it's worth, in a couple instances, like Rafael Caro Quintero, who is a, uh, a part of the leadership of the Sinaloa cartel. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty million dollars. Wow. Uh, there's a, several terrorists that are five to twenty million dollars, mm-hmm. depending on what it is. But there you go, guys. Just go out there, figure out where these people are, yeah, and give them the tip. If it results in the capture, you get the money. It's Boom. super simple. Boom. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's great. Uh, can I give you one more quick little FBI tidbit? Yeah, you can, man. <clears throat> uh, you may have heard of Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, uh-huh. one of the masterminds of 9/11. Um. He used to like to send the wild, uh, the FBI on wild goose chases, literally, uh, by calling up the FBI and claiming that some geese in Central Parks had explosives stuffed up their ass. <laughs> <clears throat> and so the FBI would then run out to Central Park trying to grab geese and dig up their asses to find explosives. Wow. Hey, guys, if you got a hot tip you want to give us, you can get us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. You can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. You can get us on the Facebooks at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, rate, review. If you only listen to his podcast form, tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock. Get the schemes five days before everyone else. And uh, get there early. Listen to Art Star Scene. Stick around later. Listen to, it's all nice on ice. And then after that, Hellway. Hellway. We don't. We've been blocked, we've been banned by the FBI and the government from giving you, from raiding these schemes, from giving you ways to spend this money, Uh, so we're just going to have to abide by the law. Yeah, and just know that you are going to get rich. Yeah. Um, So, do we have time for, we're done. We're done. We're done. All right, so once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place.